We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate, proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Now, here's Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. It's the Sunday Sound Bites. My name is Chris Plank, and we are recapping a 28-21 win over Iowa State that started with the big run by Caleb Williams. Fake throw, Williams runs, has a hole up the middle, 30, 35, bounces outside, watch out, open field! Caleb, down the sidelines, nothing but grass, he is gone! Touchdown, Caleb Williams, 74 yards, and the Sooners answer back, lickety split. Seemed to have a momentum change on a big play by Key Lawrence and Jalen Redman. From the 40, third and 21. Birdie rolls right. 
Looking to throw, but Ito gives chase, comes back left. Purdy still looking, sets up, balls loose, rolling around in Iowa State Stupid. territory. Redmond picked it up. Redmond on the run. Redmond scores. Oh, mama. Jalen Redmond, touchdown. <laughs> and wrapped up with a big defensive stand featuring the captain, Pat Fields. Kohler right slot, snap, Purdy, looks right, looks middle, throws across the middle, it's tipped, it's intercepted, Pat Fields, intercepted, and you could unhitch the wagon, put the ponies in the bar, Oklahoma survives in the home finale, an interception by Pat Fields. It was a challenging day for Oklahoma. There was a couple of moments during the day. Offensively, I should say it was a challenging day. There were a couple of moments where you thought, okay, Oklahoma's about ready to get some separation in this game. They were up 28-14 in the fourth quarter with five minutes to go after Eric Gray's touchdown run. And you thought, okay, here we go, a comfortable fourth quarter. But, you know, Iowa State started finding Charlie Kolar nonstop. And the next thing you know, Oklahoma was holding on for dear life. The Sunday Soundbites features all the post-game conversations from the players and the coaches. And as always, we start with head coach Lincoln Riley. Yeah, really, really proud of the team. You know, gutsy, gutsy team win. Um, you know, I think first for our, our, our seniors, our guys that, that played their last game in here, uh, always super, super important to us uh, to send those guys out on, a, on the right note and, and very proud that the team was able to come together and get that done. Um, you know, really proud of the, the response, uh, just of our football team, you know, after, after the loss last week, uh, and then had some, had a, um, I'll say interesting week of, uh, of practice had a, a couple of, of disruptions that the, uh, the guys handled, uh, again, coming off a loss, kind of all that you could have kind of said, poor me and let it pile on and, and not been ready to play against a really good football team. And that wasn't the case. Our, our guys really took a disjointed week and handled it extremely well. Um, so, so proud of that. And yeah, just a, a complete team win. I mean, it's, uh, it took all sides, um, you know, defensively, you know, we were, our, our pressure was relentless all day. You know, the, the physicality was apparent. Uh, we did a great job on third down. Um, you know, I think we fa we faced a lot of fourth downs. I know we can be a little bit better there. I want to finish better, but obviously the defense was incredibly impactful, including the, you know, maybe one of the single biggest play of the game, um, the, the, the Redmond uh, fumble return for a touchdown right before half. Uh, so fantastic there. Um, special teams, you know, I thought our punt team was, was phenomenal. Um, you know, Michael Turk was, was elite, um, and we did, a really, we did a pretty nice job of covering. That's a lot of error under some of those punts, and especially the, the Trayvon West tackle there on the last punt. I, again, I thought if the Redmond was the biggest play of the game, that was the second biggest play of the game. Um, so, you know, fantastic there. Uh, offensively, obviously ran the ball um, pretty decent on the day. Uh, I, th I thought there were some really, really positive things there. Uh, throw game was not very sharp. Uh, had close on a lot of accounts, close on a lot of throws. Um, just didn't didn't execute very good in the throw game. Uh, just kind of top to bottom, uh, wasn't uh, wasn't near sharp there. Obviously, as we need to be. Uh, so, um, and then obviously the third down offense. I think sort of thing that stands out. You know, one of the biggest differences and 
our opportunity to, to separate and play more consistent and stay on the field for more than 53 plays. You got to do better than, than, than go one to 10 on third down. So, um, but in the end, man, it's win number 10. That's a darn good football team. And we all know we've been in a lot of battles against those guys. And, uh, that's a darn good football team that, that we just beat. And so excited to get our 10th win. I'm excited to also, I would say, I know I say this at the end of each year, each year we've had the opportunity to do it, but, um, to be able to go through our, our home slate. Uh, undefeated. Uh, we, we take a lot of pride in playing here. We think we play in one of the great stadiums and great venues um, in, in the country, and it, it's very important for us to protect that. So to be able to get through our home schedule here uh, this year uh, and win them all is, is a, a very, very important thing for us and something we're proud of. Okay, let's start with Ryan Aber. Yeah, Lincoln, wanted to start off by asking about the, the, the pressure that y'all brought up front. You mentioned that uh, big play uh, Jalen's uh, touchdown return, but really all day. What what do you feel like was behind that? The differences, whether it's the plan going in or, or what uh, y'all were able to do today uh, against Brock Purdy and the Cyclones. Yeah, you know we we, we got some penetration. Obviously, we're able to had flushed him out quite a bit. Um, and I think the the biggest thing I saw was we we finished a lot of the plays. I mean, we finished very physically. I mean, a, a couple of the fumbles, a couple of the hits on their guys. We got a couple of pretty big shots on Brock. Um, and so I think just our the, the pressure, but just our physicality, I think, really really showed up. And I was I was excited about the physicality I saw on the football field. Our guys played very 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 physical, and and we knew again they're they're a tough team they're a big team experienced teams when you know the we something that was emphasized throughout the week and the guys obviously did a great job taking to it and, and speaking of that just real quick uh what'd you think of the the hit that perry on uh, <laughs> laid there in the second quarter i was glad it wasn't me <laughs> it was a so. that was a shot no it was i mean those and those are some of the momentum plays man that just Get you going. Crowd was was going crazy at that point. Uh, I was a it was a big time play. It was just pursuit to the football and uh, just an elite physical finish. Appreciate it, Lincoln. Mm-hmm. John Shin. John Shin. I don't think he hears you. I don't think John can hear. Let's go to uh, Jesse Crittenden. Yeah, Lincoln. I, I, is it? Yeah, I just uh, okay. Can you hear me now? Go ahead, Jesse. Uh, hey, Lincoln, I appreciate your time. You kind of mentioned this uh, a little bit ago, but you guys obviously were able to uh, establish the run game, and when it was kind of a struggle for you guys last week, just what what did you see from last week to this week, and what do you think was kind of behind you guys being able to establish the run today? Uh I mean, we called it a little bit more. Um, you know, guys, guys played. I thought pretty physical. Had had movement uh, the majority of the day. You know, obviously got the big one there from Caleb. You know, right off the top, which was a, you know, was obviously an important play to to kind of get us off to a good start. And uh, yeah, I thought the backs ran hard. Saw things pretty well. Um, and again, they, they, that's a good group to run it on too. They, they don't make they don't make run game very easy. Um, they're they're very unique with their fits and and a lot of really good players up there. So I, I, no, I was proud. It was obviously. You know, especially the second half, and we got some momentum. Um, I thought the drive. Uh, I think we ended up missing the field goal, but we got we had that right before the second half. We got some momentum. Um, started um, started running it well. I thought maybe warmed down a little bit there, and uh, and yeah, we were able to carry that some into the second half. So that was important, and it always is against these guys. I mean, you 
they're just so difficult. Um, they, they, again, they, they play their scheme so well that if you don't run it some, it's you're going to be sitting there throwing against drop eight coverages all day, and that's you know it requires a lot of precision. And then today was a day where we were not as precise at times as we needed to be in a throw game. And so, um, but to be able to run it, yeah, it was obviously one of the differentiating factors in the game. I mean, I you know the rushing battle, you know us over 200, and them I'm seeing 51. I mean, you know that probably the the, the difference in the game. Shane, like it. Mm-hmm. All right, John, Shin, can you hear? I think he's off. Uh, let's go to Barry Trammell. Yeah, Lincoln. Uh, first of all, the distractions you talked about or the disruptions you talked about. What, what was what was that all about? Yeah, we had the flu. Flu kind of made its way through our uh, through our football team, and uh, yeah, we had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, pretty significant. I mean, probably. We had a couple of days of COVID in fall camp where we might have had a few more guys out, but not many. I mean, we were we were twenty plus uh, a couple of those days as far as players that were out. So we had the we had to shift and kind of make do a little bit. So again, give the kids a lot of credit because it was a disjointed week. I was going to ask you about Caleb. Um, he seemed reluctant to run even after the long touchdown run when nothing was open. He'd sort of still sit in the pocket. What's, what's with his – is that something that's legit or is that just something he's supposed to do? What's going on there? Yeah, I think just trying to be patient, uh, give guys chances to work in, in routes. And uh, that's a double-edged sword with an athletic guy like that. And then you, you, want them to, you want them to be aggressive at times, but sometimes you get guys like that and they get too run happy and just want to take off. Um, and that sometimes is not the answer as well. So that's kind of his first time going against uh, – a scheme like this, he'll uh, he'll learn from it. And again, there's I think already off the top of my head several things I could have done better to put him and the offense in better positions. Um, so he'll, he'll learn and grow. I, I do like the fact that he's trying to be patient and trying to see things and let things develop and gives that give guys opportunities down the field. Um, am I going to be able to pull back to film and say, yeah, maybe here or there would have been a good time to take off? Sure, but uh, he'll. He'll grasp that more as we go on. I, I, I like the fact right now that his patience is there, and uh, it's, I think it's a key thing for a young guy. One last question, the 75-yard run. Was that a run-pass option, or was that a straight scam scramble? Uh, run-pass option. John Hoover? Yeah, Lincoln, I wanted to follow up with you about the flu. How did you manage that breakout as a coach? You said you did some adjusting, and then that's a perfect opportunity for guys to come back from a loss and say, well, it's just not our year. Yep. How did they bounce back from that? Yeah, no, you're, you're right. I mean, if they would have listened to a lot of people on the outside, we probably wouldn't have, and they, they didn't. So, no, they they did a great job. Yeah, it was, uh, like I said, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, We had the, and Thursday, I mean, we – I mean, we had to basically totally change our practice schedule. We we didn't have enough guys, uh, near enough guys, to be able to practice the way we're we're used to practicing. You know, as far as, I mean, I had hit offense, defense, and special teams. One day we had an entire position group uh, basically wiped out, which was uh, interesting. A pretty significant position group. Um, uh, um, you know, it hits your scout teams. I mean, it hits everything. It, it impedes your ability to do full speed work. Um, so. You know, and it's tough, you know, of all the weeks to not that you want that to happen any week, but I know, you know, when you're getting ready for all the challenges they present schematically, you know, you're getting 
trying defensively trying to get ready for all their shifts, motions, the personnel groupings. Um, you're trying to get a young quarterback ready to play against this style of defense for the first time. I mean, it's it was it was a challenge. I mean, it was, but it's the hand we got dealt, and that's uh, you know we, we said the whole weekend nobody gonna feel sorry for us. So um, you know we just. We gutted it out, and again, I think the kids, we, we explained the plan to them why we were doing what we were doing, and they just they didn't blink. Follow for you, if you don't mind, the, 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 uh, your perspective on the, the play at the end of the half. The t- seconds are winding down, oh. and out, Key, Key Lawrence comes out of nowhere, and that ball's laying on the ground. Just tell me what your perspective was and your reaction. Yeah, no, it was just such a physical play, and I thought it, I thought it really – it was kind of fitting way in the half, just the way the half played out. Um, it was kind of a slugfest there in the first half and, and a lot of physical plays on both sides, and our defense was especially physical. So, you know, and we kind of defensively, it was almost like man, we were on the tough end of a few. We got a couple bad breaks there too. I mean, that first the first touchdown or whatever they kind of called it, out of bounds there, that, that was such a wild play. I mean, the first thing Brandon said when he came over to me, Coach, you're not going to believe this. I've never seen anything like it. And – when he explained it to me, I mean, I understood the call. Um, so we kind of had a couple tough things go against us defensively, but it was such a dominant half that I just kind of felt like, yeah, that, that's how this half should end. I mean, that's kind of how this thing's played out. You know, it's kind of like the the, the football gods kind of got all in order there. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. James Hale. You know, Lincoln, you, you have the best passing attack in the country. You know, I find this interesting that in this game you don't get over 100 yards and yet i've seen you run timing routes you run all kinds of routes uh but caleb was holding the ball so long and i'm is that just because of the amoeba defense is that you know what what was it that you know he just didn't seem to want to pull the trigger at times yeah i mean they they force you into some things i mean that's you know again it's just i mean it's Football can be a complicated game, but it can also be a simple game. You know, when they sit there and drop eight and you've got five guys out there, I mean, it's, it's, that's going to happen some. Now, were there some things that we could have thrown earlier? Was there some things I could have done better? Absolutely. I mean, you got to get some opportunities to get the ball out of your hands. And when the things are there, you got to, you got to go. Like if you, that's the thing. We had a few today that, it's there, but if you wait just a split second, it closes up. And that's just the nature of playing against a group like this, and especially them, just because everybody tries to emulate that defense. Nobody does it as good as them. Nobody. And uh, and even watching the film coming in, you know, they've played well. I mean, they've been a top defense all year, and even the times where they've given up plays, man, it's been just by, you know, the windows are tight and it's been by an inch. And we had a couple of, I mean, a couple shots tomorrow. We had a couple other. You know the the Hazelwood uh, play down there in the end zone. We we had we had opportunities in the throw game. We didn't make as many of them as we needed to, and uh, had just you got to be just a little bit sharper against them, and you got to pull the trigger. Um, and and again, there's some things uh, from a design standpoint that that areas that I can do better as well. So um, uh, he'll grow from it. He'll learn next time we get in a um, a, a game like that against a, a group like that. I will be will be ready. Thanks, Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Brandon Drum. Yeah, Lincoln, can you talk about Jalen Redmond and just his overall uh, play today? And I guess even going back to last week and what he does for the defensive line uh, personnel-wise for you guys, uh, I guess how the offenses, I guess, attack you. Do they attack you guys differently when he's in the game? Uh, I don't know that I could say that, but his his versatility as a player is, is a factor, you know, because he's a guy – he can win inside. He's a difficult matchup for guards and centers uh, because of his, um, he just his, his athleticism really shows up in there. 
And then when you do get him out on the edge, um, you know, you're talking about a big guy that, that, you know, typically tackles are used to blocking, you know, 240, 250, 260 pound ends. And all of a sudden you throw, you throw him out there and it's a, it's a different game. So now nah, he's, his versatility has been important for us. We're at our best up front when we're getting pressure from, from different areas. It's not just one guy here and there. And, uh, so now nah, he's, he's, uh, it's been good to see him kind of have a stretch of some healthy ball. And then typically in his career, when he's had, when he's been healthy for a stretch of time, his impact gets bigger and bigger and bigger. He gets better and better and better. So um, certainly saw that today. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mason Young. Hey, Lincoln. Wanted to ask you about the interception at the end. looked like Broyles got a hand on it and then seemingly a, kind of a fitting ending for Pat with it yeah. being his last game here. Yeah, great play. It was very, very similar to the – it looked very similar kind of the one that we threw right there. Just a – yeah, we stretched out, got a hand on it. Um, and, uh, yeah, what, a, what an awesome play. Yeah, it was cool to see Pat, you know, senior uh, – you know, they're finish it off like that. And again, it was, I think, fitting for our defense to be able to go out there and finish that thing. I mean, they, uh, you know, play, played well all day, you know, kind of caused a lot of havoc all day. So now nah, it's, you love seeing guys like that, um, you know, kind of be able to have those great memories to take along with them. James? Lincoln, it looked like it was a great day for your offensive line or a pretty good day. I mean, you know, you, you get the 209 rushing. But Caleb had time to throw. Yep. You know, he wasn't harassed. Wasn't it a good day for your offensive line? I thought the line played well. I thought they did. Um, you know, we were we were pretty clean in the run game the majority of the day. Um, like you said, pretty pretty clean pockets for the most part. Had a couple things here and there. Were a couple times that we got beat. Nine beat us a couple times, um, but not much. Not much. No, I think our I think our line was was certainly the strength of the offense today. Yeah. Thanks, Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to Barry for the last one. Yeah, Lincoln, you guys did a great job on Kolar until the last possession, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he looked like Kobe Bryant or somebody. Yep. Nobody could stop him. What, yep. what happened in those last two possessions where just hard down the field? Yeah, you know, they got some, some big body matchups on us a couple times. We busted his own coverage, I think, on one of the one of the fourth – I think the fourth down maybe that he cut the ball over the middle. I think that was him. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, we busted one zone, had a couple times in man that, that they just made competitive throws and catches. Um, you know, and that's that's the big body like him is tough, man. They do a good job using them. Um, obviously, throw those guys the ball a bunch, especially when they got down there and kind of got in hurry-up mode. And, uh, you know, and that, I think the other thing that makes them tough is, you know, with, with Hutchinson on the outside, you know, they have – they have a they have some legitimate threats outside, so it's you know do you want to play one on one there, uh, or do you want to give some help and then play those tight ends one on one? And that's a that's you know kind of what their skill position guys the that's the position they put you in. And uh, so they did a nice job, um, made a couple of competitive plays again. Other than the zone coverage, most of them we were we were there. Um, but you know your safeties, your nickels, your guys like that, you've got to stay in the frame of the body and not give guys like that any space to operate because they are. When the ball gets there, if you're not in great position, they, the big body, the length shows up. And so when we defended him well, we were we were kind of in the body and, and really closed the space. And when we didn't, um, he made plays. Well, last question. You guys are 10-1 and one and you've played now at least seven close games and five or six that went literally to the last 20 seconds. In some ways, it's a disappointing year the way you've played, but in some ways, it's remarkable that you're 10-1. and one. What's your secret in close games? Uh, 
I mean, we just win. I mean, I, I, I don't know that I could, I don't know exactly how to answer that. Um, uh, disappointing. We've had disappointing moments in this year. Sure. You know, we're 10 and 1. Go pass that along to anybody else and see what they think about that. Sooners are 10 and 1 heading into Bedlam next Saturday night at 6 30. Alex Grinch's defense was fantastic on Saturday. Yeah, I, I think there's been, been signs of that. Uh, you know, certainly at times, and, and, and probably un, unfortunately, and, and how we've kind of found ourselves, you know, uh, as you evaluate the defense over the year, you know, maybe not on a consistent level. And then certainly some weeks uh, I've been. Uh, uh, well short of that, you know, uh, that standard in terms of making plays in the backfield and, and having the disruption. And there's been other weeks, including last week, where there's just, you know, long stretches of time where you're, it's, it's, it's textbook. It's, it's what you expect the guys to be. It's what they expect to be. <clears throat> and you get the results because of it, um, only to, to, to find yourself in the fourth quarter and, and not be able to, uh, replicate it. Um, and so, no, as you, as you watch today, I, I, I thought, uh, um, you know, you, you just saw, again, the, um, the consistency aspect of things and, and guys being able to do it not just once, um, but a willingness to, to, to continue to, uh, you know, kind of keep chipping away. You know, you're not going to get home every single time, but that, that one time you get uh, undisciplined or something like that, you're going to miss an opportunity in, in, in so many ways. Guys just, you know, play, play disciplined football, but, but, but they play with an edge. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, what, that's what's required uh, in this month. And along those lines, I also want to follow up with the uh, Jalen's touchdown there at the end of the first half. Does that just show sort of the uh, the way that those things can come together from you know Nick Benito uh, flushing Brock initially, Key Lawrence coming down making the hit, and then Redmond obviously being in the right uh, right place at the right time? And, and just what was your reaction to that play? Also, yeah, I, I think you know number one to, to your point, I, I think uh, it, it obviously takes more than one guy to to. You know, uh, create a play like that. Um, I, I think you know when, when you have quarterbacks that that, uh, and it's so many weeks you find these guys that, that they're they're constantly trying to make plays, uh, whether it's with their legs or extend plays and that. And obviously we have a long history uh, uh, with Purdy, and he's, he, he does a tremendous job, and we have a lot of respect for him. But uh, um, you know, you you gotta you gotta find a way to win some of those battles, and, and obviously he he was able to win some in that uh, in that fourth. In those last couple drives, right, and so you got to win some of those battles, and then you know I, I think you know as, as you interpret that play, obviously you know it was a critical, critical play in that game. It's a momentum play, um, and, and, and probably is a pretty good representation of, of the lack thereof in terms of our ability to have momentum plays over the course of the year. It's very, very difficult uh, to play uh, defense in this day and age of of w- without those, you know, and and it's. Uh, uh, obviously, number one, you want to get the ball back to the offense, but but you know to be in in what what you know is essentially a fourteen or what could be a fourteen point swing, you know I I I struggle to kind of find that play over the course of the season for us that we've created defensively, um, and so uh, that 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 can't be uh, not suggesting that's always the norm, but in the same token, is it it, it can't be such a rare. Not that you're going to take it back for a touchdown every single time, but uh, um, it can't be a rarity either if you're going to play uh, high level uh, high level defense. Appreciate it, Alex. Thanks, John Shin. Yeah, yeah, Alex. Just the play of Jalen all around today. It seemed like you know, as a pass rusher, he was he highly impacted that game. Uh, was that the best he's played this season? You know, it probably was, and, and he's been one of those guys when he's been available for us. Is probably has been as consistent as anyone. 
um, and, and give him a lot of credit for that, give Coach Tibbs a lot of credit for that. I mean, he, he's just – he's one of those individuals that, that – uh, and, and you know, where, where their, their mindset um, – and obviously I'm not in their mind to suggest I know exactly, but they, they – they, they, he's one of those guys that it, it doesn't look like he has a willingness to get blocked. You know, and, and sometimes in, in uh, you know, when you play in the defensive front, you know, if I'm the unblocked guy, then I can go make an impact. He's one of those guys, he uses his hands, you know, he's willing to, to mash a little bit when it gets hard. Um, and obviously he possesses the athleticism to, to you know, really create uh, um, some unique situations uh, in, in terms of getting off blocks and getting in the backfield. So I'm thrilled for him and, and, and uh, um, you, you see what kind, of, what kind of player he can be. John Hoover. Hey, Alex, uh, you, you got the turnovers you want, you got the sacks you want, tackles for loss, but you look at the scoreboard, 38 minutes time of possession, they were out there a long time, and yet it was you guys that were on the field at the end of the game. Is that gratifying to you to be on the field to win this game at the end? Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you have enough respect for football that in any way you can get one, uh, especially in this month. Um, you, you'll take it any way you can, but uh, no, just just unique from a timing standpoint. You know, I, I you know obviously some of the drives drives got longer, and then and credit goes to them. And obviously, you know, you look at the third down stats, and you're sitting there like, how on earth uh, did they have the ball that long? And and so you know, and I, there's a number of things uh, that that account for it type. Of, and and, um, and 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 probably um, you know as much as anything, it, it uh, there, there at the end is. You know, making sure that that you have a willingness to, to stay disciplined, stay sound, stay aggressive, but but weigh that in those two minute scenarios, and obviously some some of that, uh, um, you know, yardage and uh, um, I guess uh, you know time of possession kind of created there there at the end as well. But uh, um, no, it was an absolute battle, um, and, and it has been every time we've played those guys. Thanks, Alex. Thank you, Barry. Yeah, Alex. Sort of on that thing. You guys keep playing close game after close. I think you've had three games that didn't go down to the last possession or so, and most of them going down to the last 30 seconds. You're, yet you're 10-1. and one. Most teams, Iowa State's the same way. They're 6-5. and five. How have you guys been able to pull out? I mean, last week it didn't happen, but week after week you keep winning all these close games. Yeah, I, I think I think some of it's a belief. I, I think it's top down when you when you talk about Coach Riley as, a, as the head coach and still in the program uh, you know of belief. I think it's a belief uh, you know uh to one uh in in, in the leadership uh uh, I think the guys possess that, and then obviously, you know, you'd like to think as an assistant coach that uh, you you trumpet those, you know, same beliefs. But then I think it's a belief in one another, uh, most specifically, you know. Um, and I and I think that the chief thing that you that you see in, in in games like this is 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 too often what happens, specifically on the defensive side of the ball. You just hope for the clock to run out, and you kind of get saved by the bell type of thing. And and you know, one of the things that uh, um, has been very evident over the course of the season is required play. Uh, you know, and, and likely not just one play uh, to f- to find a way to to win a ball game. Whether it's on the offensive side of the ball, you know, a, a, a big time special teams tackle to extend the field. I think it was Trey West that did it today. You know, to to give us a shot uh, defensively. Um, and and so I, I think that's that. I, one, it's belief. I think it's uh, you know, two. Uh, um, like I said, the, the ability to, to 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 make plays in those moments. And, and you wish you would have made the play. You know. Two or three more, you know, play sooner, uh, type of deal, kind of takes some of the stress off. But uh, um, somehow, some way, have been been able to to find a way to do it, and uh, uh, a lot of credit goes to the players. Barry, unmute. 
Uh, last question for me. Sure. Uh, you guys spent uh, three and a half quarters really controlling Charlie Kolar, and then he just goes ballistic in the last two possessions. What happened? To, or he just sort of took over the game. Yeah, I mean, a lot of credit. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the, all those guys, um, you look at them offensively and you go through the depth chart and you kind of, you kind of know, but you try to kind of ignore it over the course of the season in terms of who, who you got facing coming up. Um, and, and stay fixated on the, on the opponent uh, that's in front of you. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's all the same guys that, that competed for a Big 12 championship last year. Um, obviously, you have a quarterback that, that can deal it, and, and, and obviously a tough guy that uh, you know came back in the ball game and give him credit for making plays. And obviously, Charlie, um, you know, he, he's one of those guys, and, and, and what they do offensively, um, Tom Manning, uh, who I, I know uh, for a long time, does a tremendous job of putting those guys in, in great situations to be successful. Coach Campbell, again, uh, does a tremendous job. Um, but, you know, the, you you got to pick your battles in terms of playing man coverage and zone coverage on them. You, you can very – and I, I did a poor job on the one explosive. You know, we went, we went no deep. Uh, we pressured. Um, it. it uh, you got to be aggressive with them, but you got to weigh that aggression. I, I probably uh, and 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 we ended up punching the ball out. They, they ended up recovering it, um, but that, that kind of created that moment. We talk about momentum. Um, you know, obviously credit goes to him, but uh, you know you don't have safety help over top, and and so I, I certainly contributed to it. But uh, no, you just got to pick your battles. You got to pick your battles in terms of how how many times you're going to play man. You know, he's going to use his body. Um, and, and then also in the zone game as well, it's not so simple as to say, well, just play zone um, because it's fine, you know, uh, can, can box you out even in those scenarios and, and find windows in that. So um, got a lot of respect for, for, for him and, and uh, um, you know, all, all he's done is uh, made life uh, a living hell for us uh, uh, all, all the, uh, the entire time I've been here. James Hale. Yeah, but you got after him today, though. Uh, I thought your pass rush actually won the game. Um, you know, you you hit him at least 19 times, and you probably hit him 10 more times, and he got loose, and you saw what he could do when you give him a little time. Don't you think your pass rush was really good today, or how do you feel about it? No, it, it was tremendous. It, it uh, I give those guys, uh, again, Coach Kane, Coach Tibbs, and, and, and that crew, um, you know, I, I – I, you just don't want to get in their way, uh, you know, as, as, a, as a play caller. Um, you look down, you just, uh, you know, it's kind of, you don't want to say well in the middle of a horse race type of thing. And so you just want to put them in a situation where they can be successful. You know, some of that is, is you know, if you rush three and spy a guy, it's not uh, in the name of being passive. It's, a, it's in, in the name of those three guys can just be very reckless. And so did that a little bit. Now you got to make sure that spy guy can have an impact. And, and you know, Benito's been, been such a, uh, a, a big component of that over the years for us, and obviously using backers and some other guys as well. Um, but uh, no, I mean that 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 that's that's why we're 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 smiling after that. I mean, if if that if not for that, um, you know, it, the the outcome uh, could, certainly could have been uh, and probably would have been different. So I, I give those guys tons of credit. Very very proud of those guys. But you knocked him out of the game even once, and even though the backup did okay, you know the, that that's a win for you guys that. You know, they had to go to another player at that very important position. Well, it, it just uh, you know it makes it very difficult. Uh, you know, if, if you're we we commit so much to, to to you know stopping the run, and and our history has been very positive in that way. And you're coming off a week 
where where after four quarters you look up and you know how how on earth did we let that happen? Because there's stretches where you say no, we're dominant against the run. No, that, that that's not that's not accurate. But um, the 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 facts are the facts. Um, and and so to 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 follow that up. Um, the inability to, to finish some plays and, and have some undisciplined snaps in the run game a week ago, and then uh, obviously a fourth quarter that goes sideways and not finishing a ball game that we had a chance. Uh, you know, we obviously talked to, at, at length about the, this previous week, and for those guys in the front to uh, be disciplined in the run game and, and have a huge impact on a really good tailback. Uh, again, that we have a lot of respect for and we've had battles with, um, and they combined that uh, in, in the past game, uh, you know, gave us a shot, shot to uh, uh, you know, find a way to win the game. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. We'll go to Brandon Drum, last question. Alex, uh, you talked about Jalen Rudman earlier uh, in the questions. Can you talk about what he does for you guys as far as schematically, personnel-wise, uh, just yeah. maybe how – the opposite team, the opposing the opponent goes plays y'all a little bit differently, maybe up front, blocking wise schematically. With, yeah. When he's in the game with obviously it Perian and Nick. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you see, uh, you know, there's obviously at times we've had that over the course of the year, and obviously there's been times where, where you know, uh, uh, Jalen specifically was was unavailable, um, and. and uh, you know, again, a lot of credit goes to him. He's one of those guys that uh, you just kind of believe that he's going to make a play, and then you don't, you don't. There's not a call that's going to get it done for him. It, it's he's going to. You know, I think about Perkins in the past, where you just, you just, um, you, you, you believe because he believes that that he's going to have an impact and make a play, and and um, is, is kind of quiet about his business, but is all business, and um, it helps the guys around him, and obviously the guys around him help him, and so you know all that. Uh, uh, plays into it, but uh, no, I, I, I'm thrilled for him that uh, you know he, he found the end zone, um, and and uh, um, you know obviously had a, a major impact on the game and then uh, in other ways as well. Real quickly, did you following that timeout at the end of the ball game? Obviously, Kohler was having his way pretty much there for a bit. Did you did you ever think about? switching somebody else to man up on maybe like he somebody a little bit larger a little bit bigger that may be able to combat maybe his height and his, his size yeah you know really what we chose to do was have safety support over top and 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 you know we called two man a little bit in in those situations you know we had a zone coverage concept backer chases on in the under coverage which allows a a middle of the field throw uh to to convert in one situation and so that by you know, uh, there's some moments of undisciplined football there at the end, and then obviously we'll we'll hash out. It's all it's not all roses type of thing, um, but uh, but but part of that was you know uh, understanding that if we can be aggressive in the under coverage, um, you know, make him kind of deal with uh, um, another, you know, at least a, a, a few body parts kind of swinging at him underneath, and then and then still be in a position to have some guys over top so you don't give up the uh, give up the big one, um, and and while still having enough guys to to rush the passer and have an impact so um now you, you you look at the call sheet and uh um at at, at, at some point in the drive you don't like anything um and, and but uh now they uh um guys found a way to make a play there at the end all right let's start hearing from some of the defensive standouts nick benito had a big game hey nick uh, congratulations thank you uh, I want to ask you about the, the pressure that y'all were able to get early what what do you feel like was behind that uh especially compared to you know, maybe the way the defensive front has played uh, over the last few games. 
Um, we knew, you know, having pressure this game would be key, especially with, you know, with a guy like Purdy who can make so much happen, man. And, you know, obviously the last week, you know, couple of weeks, you know, we haven't been getting the pressure we wanted to. You know, we've been taking it personally. You know, we've been saying the last couple of weeks, all right, this is the week, this is the weekend. Um, you know, this week, you know, we really prepared well in practice this weekend. You know, anything, all that happened today really didn't surprise me with the front. You know, I'm really proud of those guys. I appreciate it, Nick. No problem. We'll go to Eric Bailey. Hey, Nick. I was wondering if you could talk about Jalen's touchdown before halftime and, and Key Lawrence really making a big play to force the fumble. Yeah, uh, it was it was really a crazy play. Um, man, guy like Purdy, he just always trying to make stuff happen. Um, I remember I had shot through the B gap. He kind of flushed, and then I, I was too slow to get him. But Key started to come. You know, he made a great play on the football. You know, getting his head right on it. And Jay Red, you know, just you know, what happens when he's straining the ball, you know, good things happen, and you know, he picked up the guy, picked up the ball, and big fella started running. So I'm happy for him. I wanted to ask you about Perry and Winfrey's hit on Purdy. Was that <laughs> one of the? Yeah. Can you talk about that. I, because I was right in front of it, so just seeing it live, like that was probably one of the most like disgusting like plays like I've ever seen in my life. Like, uh, it, it was crazy. They let him stay back, stay back in after the game, like. For both players, because I didn't think Purdy was going to get up after that either. But uh, that was a great play by Perry. I just straining and then just finishing violent, man. That was a great play by him. Thanks, Nick. Have a good weekend. Is there? All right, Bob Pazbello. And Nick, you've been through so many one-possession games. So what was that mentality like for that for that final drive where you guys had to do it one more time? Um, yeah, just like you said, you know, over not even this year, just over the years, you know, the guys that we've been playing with, um, you know, they we've been in these situations so many times, you know, you know, Baylor two years ago, um, Nebraska early in the year, Tulane early in the year. I mean, there's so many games where, you know, it's just been, you know, down to the wire, you know, one possession games, TCU two years ago. So, I mean, you know, a lot of these guys, we've been in this situation before, you know, nothing that surprises us. We've seen they were on a drive, and, you know, we just kept going at it. We just kept pushing, and we are able to get that stop, you know, towards the end of the game, so. Right, Ryan Chapman. Hey, Nick, you guys did a really good job of containing Brees Hall. Can you kind of talk me through uh, what went into that this week for you guys? And again, you know, Brees is a really great back. Um you know, we knew we had to lock into our keys. You know, we couldn't have no mental bust because, you know, just like that, if we miss if we miss a gap that we're supposed to be in, you know, he's going to be out the gate. So, you know, it was a, we, we took it really, you know, hard on us this week to, to be in the right gaps, making sure we're in the right spot so we can try to contain a great player like him. <clears throat> Jason Kersey. Nick, you, you just kind of touched on it, the, the close games. You guys have been here before, but this year you've been here so many times. Are you guys getting comfortable playing in these kinds of tight games? And most definitely, and especially last week, you know, we, we're known for being a fourth quarter team, and, you know, the way we kind of laid down last week and, and didn't look like the team we've been all season in the fourth quarter just kind of left a sour taste in our mouth. So, you know, we had to sit on that for the whole week, and, and this week, you know, when we had the chance to, to play in that fourth quarter and it was time to finish, you know, we make sure we had to get the job done. Last question will go to Parker soon. Hey, Nick. You know, I hear you guys say it all the time that turnovers equal victory. You guys got three of them today. So, how big was that for you guys? Not just in terms of winning this game, but in terms of the emotional spark that it seemed to give you guys on the sideline throughout that game. 
Um, it was huge, man. It, you know, it gave the ball back to our offense. You know, um, and, you know, I don't know. I don't remember if they were able to capitalize on all of them, but you know, it was just good to, to give it back to Caleb and those guys, and you know, give them an opportunity to go score the ball, and then, you know, just having momentum for us, man. Just you know, giving it back. You know, giving the crowd back some life. Um, you know, it was really huge in the game like this where. You know, momentum is a, is a huge key, and you know we didn't want to give the road team any momentum. We just wanted to, you know, keep the foot on the throat the whole time. So you know, those turnovers were huge. As did Delaren Turner. Yell had an interception and was all over the place defensively. Delarian, I want to ask you about the interception. Um, what happened on that play? What was your perspective on it? And you, know, you made a lot of those plays this year. Is it just a matter of being in the right place at the right time, or what do you think has gone into that? Um. <clears throat> One thing I want to say is, you know, it it really has something to do with me uh, being able to trust my coaches. And uh, because on that play, you know, I was in the middle of the field, safety, uh, you know, deepest to the deepest. And uh, like I told the D-line, you know, the entire week, you know, no disrespect to, to Iowa State or anything like that. But I told them, I was like, you know, if you, if you guys, you know, are able to get pressure, you know, just force the quarterback to throw one up, you know, I – I'll, you know, reward you guys. You know, I'll, I'll get an interception. I'll make a play. And that's exactly what I did. Uh, I mean, you could call it being in the right place at the right time. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I made a play. And, you know, I'm, I'm very happy to be, to be able to do so. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. hey, Eric Bailey. Delaren, congratulations. I want to ask you about that last drive and just, uh, just trying to get off the field and, and then <clears throat> wrapped up with Pat's interception. Can you just take us, take us through that last drive trying with Charlie, Charlie Kolar and what he was able to do and then seeing Pat get an interception on his last play on this field? Right. Um, you know, Ch Charlie Kolar is a, is a tremendous player. You know, one of the, the best tight ends that I've had to face, you know, while playing the game of football. But, um, you know, in those situations, you, you go to your playmakers, and that's exactly what, what Iowa State, you know, was doing at the time. But we were able to, you know, continue to tell each other, like, in order for us to win this game, like, someone has to make a play. And like you said, Pat made made a tremendous play on uh, his last play on the field. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go celebrate it today. Yeah, we've been asking a lot of players about Perrion's hit. <laughs> Just your thoughts on that hit. <clears throat> Man, on that hit, you know, everything happened so fast. Like, the last thing I remember is I don't remember who Purdy ended up dodging, but he dodged someone. And then I just see Perion just come flying out of nowhere. And I'm like, man. And then, like, after that, you could kind of feel, like, the energy of the defense change. And I, and I went up to Perion, you know, during during that, um, like, during one of those series, well, after the series. And I'm like, Perion, like, you, you really, like, set the tone for the game. But around here, we all know uh, what Perion is capable of. And, and we've just been waiting, waiting for him to, to have a play like that. And I expect more out of him, but. We've just been waiting, and like I said, everything just happened so fast. Like, I just saw him come flying, and, you know, Purdy just hit the ground immediately. So, I mean, a great play. Learn, thanks. Have a good weekend, okay? You do the same. Bob Prisbilla? Laren, how much easier does the game become for you guys in the secondary when you're able to get the pass rush that you guys were able to get throughout the entire game? Right. Um, one, of the, one of the things we talk about is the bottom line, you know, and on the bottom line, it says play together because, you know, we, we can't go out there and, you know, one day the, the D line is playing great and the, the secondary or the, other, the back seven isn't playing so well. And then, you know, we can't go into other games where the back seven is playing well and the D line isn't playing so good. So, I mean, when, whenever, you know, you have everyone, you know, playing together, playing physical, playing fast, making plays, 
th- that's what happens, you know, and, and it's actually fun that way. And th- and every time it happens, you know, I'm I'm very sure to go, you know, and talk talk to them and be like, you know, this this is what it is. Like, th- this is how it is whenever we play together, you know, because we look for those opportunities more and more because that's only going to make us a, a better football team and a better defense at the end. Hey man, I wanted to ask you just about this team and the close games you guys have had. There's been so many tight games this year, one possession games. Are you guys getting comfortable in, in these sorts of games? Because I know in past years you've blown a lot of people out. Has this been a little bit of an adjustment for you guys? Right. Um, I, I don't feel like it, that that we're getting comfortable. I know. I mean, it's just, I feel like it's the game of football. You know, every game. I I know around here, you know, with uh, Oklahoma football, you know, people expect blowouts. But unfortunately, like, that isn't happening this year. You know, so we have to compete, you know, to the best of our ability and finish those close games, you know, like we did today. But I would just say, like, it's a game of football. Every game in football isn't a blowout. You know, you'll have some here and there, you know, but, you know, it's just football. And last question, Ryan Chapman. Hey, Dorian, Lincoln just mentioned that you had a lot of guys in and out of practice this week with the flu running around. When you're trying to bounce back off a loss like this week, is how hard is it to keep that intensity at day to day in practice when you've got so many guys kind of in and out? Right. Um, I don't feel like it's it's hard at all. Um, I just feel like the guy that was behind, you know, who's ever, who, who, whoever happens to be out at that time, you know, just has to step up, you know, and, and whenever they do step up, it shouldn't be any drop off. You know, whenever whenever they get in, because here, you know, it's a standard that everyone plays with, and so whenever you know the the backup, you know, was stepping in or the third string was stepping in this week, you know, the the intensity of practice, you know, never wavered. You know, we always, you know, stayed at it, stay stay competing because we understood that we had to get better in other in in order for us to win this game today. Did going through everything last year with contact tracing and all that stuff help you guys at all this week? Is it was almost like that? Oh man, here you go again. We've done this before. Exactly, exactly. And uh, a couple of us was, you know, making jokes this week, like, "Oh man, like it feels like COVID," but <laughs> nowhere near, because with COVID, like you said, contact tracing, you know, played a huge role. That if someone was sick, then they would have to go see, you know, who that person was around, and then that person would be out. But you know, we handled it the right way, and you know, got better and show in this show today. And Jalen Redmond not only had the big fumble return for a touchdown, but this defense lived in the backfield on Saturday it seemed as if for every drop back that Brock Purdy and Deckers had the backup quarterback who had to play a couple series to Hunter Deckers it seemed like there was a sooner in their face nonstop. Oklahoma was officially credited with seven sacks and 11 tackles for loss Jalen Redman after the game well Jalen I guess since I drew the short straw here with the first question I'll ask you the obvious one to just take us through the touchdown Oh man, it was it was exciting. Um after I dropped uh I had one against Tulane and uh ended up tripping <laughs> and falling on that one, so I had to I had to get this one back, you know. But it was good, it was exciting, man. It was something to remember, especially on this night, last home game. Yeah, what were you thinking when you saw that ball just kinda of pop up into your hands like that, that little candy hop? Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I, was, I probably I was gonna pick it up regardless. It, it would have popped lower, but it did. It, it was right there in my hand, so I was just ready. Like I got to score this one. Jason Kersey.
was the two-lane play going through your head in that moment, Jalen? It was. When I <laughs> it was. When I seen the ball bounce, I said, Oh yeah, this the this the one. This is this the perfect one. But uh yeah, so I knew I had to I had to get that one back. Man, I was I was feeling bad that they was they was on me about missing that one. They said you, you should have had that one, so they was on me. Um, also just wanted to ask you about the pass rush in general. You guys put a lot of pressure on Purdy today. Kinda of what went into that? Uh, really, I, th- I feel like we, we slowed they run down. Uh, I feel like we they couldn't run the ball as much as they wanted to on us, so it, it worked out perfectly for us because I feel like we, we liked the that uh, our D line liked loved the pass rush. So we we stopped the run. We we get to have fun after that. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Eric Bailey, I do want to ask you a quick question about the the fumble return. Did you uh, peek up at the video board when you were running to the end zone? Did you get a? I, I thought I might have saw you do that. <laughs> I did. Uh, I was trying to see who, how far they was behind me, <laughs> trying to make sure no nobody come and catch me. See how, how fast I got to try to run. <laughs> I feel like I was at my top speed. <laughs> then I want to ask you. You know, this is a big win. It sets up a big game for you guys next weekend. And mm-hmm. you've been around for a long time, but haven't played in Bedlam. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, just your, your thoughts about your first Bedlam. Uh, I'm ready for it. I mean, it's a it's a game I've been wanting to play since shoot, since I got here. You know, it's one of the one of the best games outside of Texas, and uh, I'm happy I get to play in this one. Every time there's been something to come up, or you know, see, I saw that last year, so I'm ready for this one. And it's in Stillwater, so I'm really really excited. Jalen, thanks, and have a good weekend. I appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey, Bob Pizzella. Even on that last drive, Jalen, you guys were still bringing the heat, still bringing pressure. What was the difference today compared to the way that you guys played in the fourth quarter in Waco? Um, I think it was – I don't know. I can't even ask that. I don't know. I think it, it was just it, – it was there. Um, I don't know what happened in Waco. It was a lot. And, um, I mean, we – we we uh, that it wasn't a good feeling. I can tell you that being in there on on that uh, in that fourth quarter, it wasn't a good feeling. But uh, I feel like this this fourth quarter, we knew we was gonna have to go out there and finish it with two minutes on the clock. So I, I feel like that's that's probably what gave us the you know the extra boost to get out there and finish. It. <clears throat> and last question, Ryan Chapman. Hey. Jalen, so obviously the fumble recovery game-changing play, but even outside of that, you had a really nice day today. Are you finally feeling back up to 100% after missing that time in the middle of the season and kind of getting back to your early season form? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I am. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm getting back. I wouldn't say fully 100, but um, I'm definitely I'm definitely close. And I feel like I'm starting to work back into it and get everything back together. What else do you think, uh, like, like where to get back to 100%, what other areas do you think you can still improve in uh, before next week? Uh, I feel like I need to just improve in all my game, honestly. I need to find the ball more. Um, I don't feel like I, I've been finding the ball as much as I, I should. So I, I really need to start finding that ball more and getting more tackles. On the offensive side of the football, it wasn't necessarily pretty, but the running game was churning. 34 carries, 209 yards, two touchdowns. Kennedy Brooks went over 100 yards in the game. Kennedy, uh, today you became, I think, the 11th player in OU history with 3,000 career rushing yards. I mean, is this something you would have imagined uh, when, when you started? And, and can you kind of take us through what, what that's like to, to achieve that? Uh, honestly, I, I didn't know about that. So just, just so you told me. Um, I mean, it's, it's a great accomplishment. I mean, just 
being part of those like top players that came through OU from running back to do that, man, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, but like I give all my credit to my offensive lines that I have and the coach is giving me the opportunity. Um, um, I don't really go into game plan thinking about that. I just try to just go out there, and have fun, and went and play with my team, man. It's just that's what I wanted to do today, and this is my last time playing at home. So it was just, it was just like, man, I just want to go out there and just enjoy this time. So th this is your last time. This is your last time playing at home. Uh, uh, I think so, but I don't know yet. I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of things, thinking about it. So, but I mean, if it is, then I'm, I'm thankful for it, and I. And then I have no regrets. Black Kennedy. Bob Prisbillo. Kennedy, you mentioned giving credit to the line. What what was that mentality, the intensity like throughout the course of this week after so many people were wondering about the lack of success you guys had on the ground the previous week? Uh man, this came man on Monday, they just came to work. Man, they they knew that we had be able to win this game, we got to run the ball. So, I mean, they they put their head down and just grind it, and that's what they did. It paid off at the end of the day, man. I'm so thankful for them. And I really couldn't do this without them. I mean, none of us could. Great, Eric Bailey. I have a crazy question for you. Can you critique Jalen Redmond the way he runs with the football? <laughs> uh, um man he's man he can take my spot i mean right he's man he was nice with that scuba score and them and them high knees and that ball security hey i love it man i love it he took off he even got some speed on him too man that thing was amazing man i'm so happy for him man what is it what is that it's your first session on Jalen? oh man that's amazing man i'm so happy for him bro Wanted to ask you just about the offense. We saw the next to last touchdown drive where running the football was big. You carried, you started it with your first rush, but then the last drive, you just, just couldn't get anything going on the ground. Where do you guys find that consistency? How important is try to find, you know, consistency each drive? Uh, I mean, the last drive was on me. Um, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't patient enough. I kind of rushed it and it was, it was whole backside. Um, so it really wasn't nothing for the O-line. They did a great job blocking and everything. I just, I just rushed it and that's on me. Kennedy, I appreciate it. Uh, have a good week. Okay. Thank you. Right, we only have time for a couple more. So we'll go to Ryan Chapman. Hey, Kenny, I was going to ask you about Caleb Williams. Obviously, you guys have played two really good defenses the last couple of weeks, faced a little bit uh, more adversity than he has uh, through his first few games. How's he kind of handled that on the sideline? And is that something that you guys go up to him and, and work him through, or you just kind of let him be? Man, I mean, if you see him on the sideline, he's over there having fun. So, in my opinion, man, he just let him be. So, I mean, he's he's a baller, man. He's a, he's a playmaker at the end of the day with his feet and his arms. So, I mean, he can – I mean, he can make big plays, do both. So I just let him be. I mean, he's over there having fun, having enjoying the time. So, so why change it? Right. Our last question will go to Chandler Engelbrecht. Hey, Kennedy. Congrats on the win. Uh, I was curious with Bedlam coming up. How much of a you know big win was this to, to carry you guys into that game? Uh, I mean, every win is a big win. I mean, we're, man, it's just we just needed to uh, have the momentum just. Uh, uh, just approve to what we need to do and get this win for our seniors and just go out there and enjoy playing the game with them. So um, we wasn't really doing it just because of who we played next week. We was doing it because we need to win I mean, at the end of the day. And the offensive line was a main driving force behind it. Tyrese Robinson withstood a moment when he got pulled for the from the game. 
came back with injuries to Andrew Rame, injuries to Anton Harrison. This offensive line found a way to get it done, and Tyrese Robinson was a main reason why. Yeah, Tyrese, obviously 209 rushing yards today for you guys as a team. How much pride do you guys as an offensive line taking a performance like that? Um, it was big for us. Uh, past two weeks, we haven't been rushing the ball as well. So uh, we had what we'll focus on this week in practice is uh, physical and finishing plays, and I feel like we did a good job of that today in, in the show. Jason Kersey. Tyrese, I'm, I'm curious. You guys have played a lot of one-possession games this year, a lot of tight games. Are, are you guys getting more comfortable in that sort of thing? Because I know in the past we've, we've seen you guys blow a lot more people out. Is, is this something you guys are getting a little bit more comfortable with, playing in tight games like this? I mean, every game, uh, depending on the outcome, we don't know how it is uh, coming into the game. We just go out there and play our best. So, yeah, like you said, a lot of games have been coming to our last possession. And, and, and like, like you said, that's not something we've been used to. So, um, like you said, every win is a tough win. And as long as we get the win, I feel like regardless of what possessions we win by, it, it's important. So, Thanks, Tyrese. Ryan Chapman. Hey, Tyrese, entering today, like, Iowa State had only given up five rushes of 20 yards or more. You guys had three of them today. What were you able to change this week that, that allowed you to kind of pop off the big play because that was missing last week right. Waco? Like I said, uh, when we get into the second level, uh, finishing blocks, uh, finishing through the whistle was big, so it allowed our running backs to make some big plays, and, and it showed today. Like you said, uh, we had three rushes over over 20 yards, and it was big for us. Right, Eric Bailey. Tyrese, can you just kind of take us through just what you guys have to do as offensive linemen as guys go down and you have to shift around and play different positions? How did that impact chemistry today and moving forward? How important is it just to be prepared for anything happening? Right. Uh, I mean, it's something we've been going through, like, the whole season. So uh, some people get banged up. Some people get sick. Uh, and it just goes into film study, you know, learning all the positions and uh, – we got everybody on the team or on the O-line that, that knows every position on the spot on the O-line, so it's big. And it comes up big when someone falls down or someone someone gets sick and someone's not able to play. So it's very important for us to go in there knowing our mental reps and having mental focus of each position. And um, like you said, when, when someone banged up, the next guy's ready and it can perform at just the same exact uh, high level. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Yes, sir. And last question, Chandler Engelbrecht. Hey, Tyrese, congrats on the win. I wanted to ask about Caleb Williams. Obviously, today he had a huge test in front of him going up against the top 10 defense. <laughs> when he has moments where he's struggling, what do you say to him as a team just to keep him motivated and uplifted during those tough times? I mean, he's a freshman at the end of the day, but uh, he has that leadership mentality. You know, he's a born leader. So he he kind of he kind of knows when when it's times where he can play better and and he he brings up not just himself and everybody else and and vice versa. We got to be there for him and uh, he's a, he's a good leader and he's a good pride and and uh, he does a good job handling those situations and coming out there and performing. And we wrap things up by shift, shifting back to the defensive side of the football, playing his final game on Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Owen Field was Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah, congratulations, first of all. Um, just want to ask you about the pressure. Iowa State had only allowed 12 sacks all year. You guys got seven today. Just talk about just harassing Purdy all day. You know, uh, we talked 
Uh, I know I talked about a little bit. Some we need some emotional leadership and some emotional plays. Like, and when I say emotional, I mean plays that impact the game. You know, difference makers, and uh, not even just sacks all the time. You know, just disrupting the quarterback. Uh, quarterback, and you can disrupt the quarterback by hits on him, pressure on him, and uh, getting in the backfield, having sacks, of course. And uh, I, we all emphasize that. You know, I think one thing that we do best is respond, and we did that today. And uh, we showed that we can really be up front, and we can even be better. You know, I know this game just ended, but you got a big one next Saturday. Mm -hmm. uh, just. What's it like to be where you guys are at at this time of year and just the importance of what happens next Saturday in, in you meeting your overall goals? You know, I still think we're at a good spot. You know, overall, I still believe 100% we control our own destiny. You know, we just do our job and, you know, don't let other teams affect what we do. Let's impact the game and let's affect what they do. Like, more so get them off schedule like we did today. And the guys that we have up front and in, uh, and in the secondary and in the linebackers in the linebacker room, we can do that. You know, and uh, we just have to keep having that leadership and the impact that we want and that we had today. Isaiah, thanks. Have a good weekend. Thank you. We're going to Bob Prisbello. Isaiah, we have to talk about your roommate. Just <laughs> what did you see on the Jalen uh, play, and you know what, what, what was he saying afterward? You know, uh, on that play, you know, Brock Purdy was, far, uh, from my perspective, he was real far away from me on the home, uh, to the home sideline. And Keyshawn Lawrence, you know, we all watch film, we emphasize it, you know, that he loves the pump fake. Quarterback loves the pump fake. You know, don't don't fall for it, run through it. And Keyshawn Lawrence epitomized that on that play. And Jalen Redmond straining to the ball, hustling, you know, he was rewarded for it. And, uh, you know, big man touchdowns what every big man dreams for. You know, that's my boy right there. I'm going uh, to talk to him talk to him about it later, of course. Uh, but, you know, on the sideline, he was barely talking, honestly, because he was tired. He was asking for an oxygen tank. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, we loved him up, and it was impressive to see because it was every big man's dream, and no one deserved it more than him after everything he's been through. Great. Jason Kersey. I was curious. You know, this is several games you guys have won by by one possession. You know, very very close games. Are you guys getting comfortable in, in these kinds of in these kinds of games as you played more of them? Uh, you know, I wouldn't more so say comfortable, but I would just say it's what like as a defense. If we're in that position, I mean, we wouldn't want it any other way. You know, we like we like the pressure because pressure is a privilege, like I always say. And you know, it's 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 because we have goals and expectations that other teams don't have. You know, if we blow a team out, you know, by all means, let's blow a team out. But if not, you know, we're prepared for the situation. We got the guys and we got the mentality to attack and uh, affect the game. And it, it, I'd rather take an ugly win than a pretty loss. And in my opinion, honestly, today wasn't even an ugly win. It was just a good close game out of a Big Twelve conference team. So, you know, I'll take a win over anything any any day. Isaiah also wanted to get your reaction to Perrion's hit on Purdy there in the second quarter. What, what, what was your reaction to that? Oh my gosh, man! If you see me, I jumped right on his back. I was oh, I was I was shook. You know, I was I, I mean not surprised by it because I know what Perrion's capable of with how explosive he is. But just on this stage, senior night, last game, it was impressive to see because I mean we all know what he's capable of, and he looked like a dog off a leash right there, just free hunting. You know, and uh, it, it was fun to see. If you see me, I jumped on his back. I'm pretty sure they probably got a picture of it. But uh, you know, uh, another guy right there who's flat on film every game and the stuff that we expect out of them. Ryan Chapman. Hey, Isaiah, kind of similar to what Jason just asked you about these close games. You actually were on the field more today than you were last week in Waco, but the difference finishing was much better. What was kind of behind that guys uh, for you guys to allow you to finish this week? 100% uh, the, the energy that we had, uh, I would say we wanted that leadership and the guys that we have, you know, our start, starting 11, you know, the guys that we uh, come out there on the field with, you know, those are the guys we expect to finish the game. And the uh, coach is going to ride us to the end because he knows what we can do, you know, such as Nebraska game, West Virginia game, uh, even K-State game, and, uh, even today, you know, with us finishing on an interception. And uh, obviously teams are, you know, they'll try to 
you know, do what they do, how, how they uh, try to finish the game with getting a lot of open passes and stuff like that. And even uh, if you see that whole last drive, I had a tight end chip me every single play. And it's just stuff like that that you have to expect. And uh, it's what I'm prepared for, something that I'm out there for, and what I have to expect. So, uh, you know, like I said, you know, we expect to be out there in those situations and finish like we did. Ryan Aber. Yeah, Zach, congratulations. Just uh, ask Lincoln about this, and he talked about uh, the the difference being y'all finished some of those plays that maybe y'all hadn't over the last few weeks. What do, you, what do you feel like was the difference there, and how can this be sustainable here over uh, you know next week and, and beyond? You know, what I uh, credit to that is uh, the leaders rising up and speaking and even Coach Riley, you know, talking to us and asking us what we need, uh, telling us what we need to do and how to handle it and also asking for our advice on what we should do. And one big thing is our our emotion. You know, the game is 90% mental and how you handle the outcomes of certain possessions and situations. And one thing I know I said last week was don't tie your emotions to the outcome of the previous possession or play because there's always a next play. And uh, one thing that we did was we didn't do that. Like if something uh, didn't go our way, you know, we responded. And uh, ultimately we finished the game the way we wanted to with the win so that's what I credit the game uh our win to is our emotion how we responded appreciate it Isaiah. Have a good one. thank you and last question Parker Thune yeah Isaiah just kind of wanted to get your comments on, on how you guys felt throughout that game conditioning wise because I don't know if you realize how long you guys were on the field but I was staying on the ball for over 38 minutes of that game so how much did he come into play in that late game and how much does it say about you guys that no, being on the field as long as you were in this football game that you were able to rise up and make a stop there at the end. Uh, you could definitely feel it a, a little bit. Just not, like obviously your body uh, can tell when you're tired before you can mentally. And uh, we know you could feel it out there on that long stretch, on that long drive. But, you know, like you got you to gotta keep pushing. And uh, one thing that Coach Grinch emphasized during fall camp and still reiterates and something that stuck home to me was mindset over skill set. You know, we're out there. We're all in the same playing field. We're all tired, you know. But what separates you is your mindset. And if you can be mentally stronger than the man across from you, you'll finish with the outcomes that you want opposed to what they want. And that's what we did today, you know, that mindset over skill set. And uh, it, it epitomized that whole game today. So Oklahoma gets the win, 28-21. Bedlam, Saturday night at 6.30. We'll be on the air with a 4.30 pregame show on the Sooner Radio Network. The Sooners have to win to guarantee a spot in the Big 12 championship game. If they lose, well, they need a lot of things to go their way, including a Baylor loss to Texas Tech. But for now, win and you're in. Everyone have a great start to your week. Toby and I will be back. Well, actually, it's going to be Chad McKee who will be with me, I believe, on Tuesday for the Sooner Sports Podcast Live. So have a great start to your week. And until Tuesday, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.